Week 9 is in the books and Week 10 is fast approaching. I'm Eric Stenholm. He's Joey Moore. This is Do You Like That Feels Great Baby podcast. Wild Week 9, Joey. How was your Sunday, my friend? Sunday was great. Uh, Watching games all day with your team not playing. A little weird. I kind of missed the juice. Uh, (laughs) But good thing my team didn't lose today. So you know what? I'll take that. I'll take it. Yours was great, I assume. Couldn't have been better. I mean, I, I mean, if we boat raced Washington, maybe it could have been better. But um, early games. Had... They don't ask how. They ask how many. Oh, this is what I'm talking about. We've, I think we've won every game except for the Green Bay one by one possession. But no, nobody in purple cares. We do not care. <laughs> nope. We do not care. Yeah, the, the early games, the late games were okay. The early games from whatever it is, 12.45 Pacific till about one fifteen. There were like six of the eight early games in the balance at the same time. And Scott Hansen on the red zone was about to have a conniption. Like, he just could not keep up. It was like, the Jets make a huge play here. The Vikings make a huge play here. It got nuts for about a half an hour. I actually, I was so, I'm not going to say bored. Bored was a stretch. Not seeing my team today. But I did fire up the uh red zone free trial today mm-hmm. i saw so uh i know i'm gonna contradict myself from last week but it wasn't bad for the for the, not for your team not playing and, and to watch whatever there was that window like at the end of the the early 10 a.m games before the one o'clock yeah it was like chargers falcons going down to the wire mm-hmm. the double fumble play i saw nuts. when that lineman just dropped the ball then they you know they had the jets and bills they had you know, your Vikes and football team and uh, what else? Against the commies. Oh, Miami, Chicago. Yeah. They, I mean, they had – it was it was, uh, it was a good one. A lot of different That's ways. Why the, why the NFL owns owns the owns the TV eyeballs. Oh, yeah. They own a day of the week, as they said in uh, concussion. Um, so, where do we start with week nine? Jets stunned the Bills, which was nuts. Um Seahawks are six and three. The Chiefs came very close to blowing it at home as fourteen point favorites against Malik Willis. Pretty crazy day. Is this maybe the most unpredictable season of our lifetimes with some of the results we're seeing on a um like a week to week basis? The the Jets beating the Bills being probably the craziest one today. I mean it it sure is from what I can remember. Uh we talked about it. Last week with the uh, coaches, you know, well, maybe making, I don't know. I, I just feel like coaching's down, but we said injuries, the, the, the turf, the, you know, I don't know if it's like the travel with going to London. Germany, I don't know. It, it just feels like it's a little bit more mediocre. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I, I'm sure there, there's always years where there's good teams have some dumb losses, but it feels like every week is just um, what's going on. Um, but yeah, the Jets over the Bills probably the most shocking. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Seahawks just Bill blowing Robert the blowing the doors off of Arizona. I thought was pretty crazy. Obviously, we we picked that last week, but to actually watch Arizona unravel was pretty shocking. With I, I believe at one point they had three consecutive false starts. They snapped it over Kyler Murray's head twice. There were screaming matches on the <laughs> sideline again. This time between Murray and Hopkins, and I'm like. Is that a situation? Hopkins already that's looks tenable? over it. Yeah, Hopkins is like the one guy I thought maybe was Kyler's guy because mm-hmm. you saw the first 
uh, when it was Cliff and Kyler on that Thursday night. Mm-hmm. Like Hopkins kind of came over and was like, whoa, 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 we're all, you know, one big happy family over here. And like a couple weeks later, Hopkins is like, I'm over this. Like I he he looks over it. I mean, I just yeah yeah I'd get I get some enjoyment out of it. But yes, the center Billy Price. I, I that was one of the games I had local TV today and being a Niner fan. I mean, watching the two division rivals. Mm-hmm. Happy to know someone's going to lose. But yeah, the center Billy Price. Holy smokes! I know Kyler's not the tallest guy in the world, but hit him in the hands. Yeah. I just, it's <laughs> and then they kept calling false starts. But I, I I said this talking out loud to myself. Like, it looks like the center's not hiking the ball. Like, you yeah. said the cadence. I'm like, it looks like, no, the lineman went on one and you m- misheard the the huddle and was like, I'm hiking this on two. And it, it just set their their offense back and second and it goes, you know, second and seven goes to second and mm-hmm. 12, all those, and they're way off schedule. And I can't remember and, who the yeah. color commentator was for that game. It may have been Schlereth, but someone – it was it was Adam Amin and uh, Daryl Johnson. Oh, Daryl Johnson. Adam Amin, he filled in for Joe Davis because he did the World Series. Right. But yeah. Daryl Johnson uh, was like, something is up at a mo- at the most basic level for Arizona, and that's never a good sign. He kept watching play after play and saying, "Hey, if they can't get the plays in, if they can't get the cadence right, if they're snapping on one when it's supposed to be on two or three, it doesn't look really tenable at the moment for Arizona." Um, Obviously, their season looks like it might be over already at three and six. But how about the Rams and Packers? Is their season, are both of their seasons completely over? And another note that I had today LaFleur and McVeigh, are they already looking for a way out after this season? I'll start. Uh, the Packers is definitely over. I, I mean, they get Dallas next week. I, I think they get embarrassed at home by Ooh. Dallas. Um, so they could be three and seven. I mean, at best they're three. What they'd be four and six if they won. Mm-hmm. But I think they're like the division's goodbye. You know, mm-hmm. um, wild card. They'd have to right now. The seven seed is the is the Niners at four and four. Mm-hmm. I mean, that I I don't see because the, their schedule is brutal because they're yes. playing a first place schedule. Mm-hmm. So, like, who are they catching? They're already several games behind Dallas and the Giants, who are behind Philly. They're, they're I mean, they lost to six. Detroit and Washington. Exactly. And those like were you can do the, you can do, you can do that win loss. You know, you do the before the season starts. Like, oh, what's our record? Win loss. Like, how can you do that if you're a Packer? You just lost to Detroit. Yeah. I who, despite how good or bad you've been, you know, I mean, they've owned them. So they're they're done. The Rams, I don't want to say are done because the, I still think. Um, they might get OBJ. I still think they might somehow if Seattle comes back down to earth, but I don't, I wouldn't bet on it. I mean, they look good. To, They're terribly beat up to me looking itself look, on the offensive line. I mean, I, I watched both of those games intently today and I really think looking at the long-term situation for both with the Stafford and Rogers contracts with all the picks and top players that have left, in the past couple years. Um, I mean, if you're LaFleur, maybe you trust that Rodgers will get it back at some point. I if think, you're McVay, you got to be thinking, I want to get into the booth in 2023. I oh, he's already that. thinking that. Yeah. Uh, I think LaFleur is more looking. I don't – again, I'm not the biggest, smartest guy, X's and O's, but he looks like he might just want to get rid of Rodgers. I, yeah. I think, like, people who – 
I follow on Twitter who really can explain offense. They're like, he's not running his offense. Like Aaron's running the offense Aaron wants to run. And and LaFleur just looks like what I'm just a puppet. Right. Like, you know, we all blame Mike McCarthy and say what you want about him. Like, I mean, eventually the common denominator is twelve. Mm-hmm. And like who was Tom Brady throwing today? You know, Mike Evans got a little banged up. I know he but Chris Godwin's not the same guy. Julio Jones, I think can you correct me if I'm wrong? I thought he got he might have got benched. Mm-hmm. I know they were mentioning like, oh, he's on the sideline, but he's not playing. I'm like, that sounds like he's benched. Yeah. And I mean, as for the Rams, I know they got problems on the offensive line, but their defense, like I texted you, was that like uh, the worst end of game? I did 45 seconds. I know it's Tom Brady, but 45 seconds, mm-hmm. no timeouts. They went 60 yards easily. Yeah. Like, and he's throwing to Scotty Miller. Yeah. Like he's not. It's not like Mike and Evans, Cade Julio Otten. Jones, someone. Yeah. Yeah. I like. The defense, like you're healthy for the most part. You know, Ramsey was in there, Bobby Wagner, uh, Aaron Donald was like, Oh, I, I thought of you in the first quarter when Tony Romo said, Watch every time the Rams play the Niners, they have figured out how to neutralize Aaron Donald. And you've been saying that for years. And it's not like Tampa Bay did a great job of that today. They only scored 16 points. But um, I was thinking of you because you have always been saying that. Aaron Donald, then, as great as he is, he's first ballot Hall of Famer, one of the best players ever. He can be neutralized if you game plan in a certain way. He can be. I I don't want to be a super homer and be like, yeah, he doesn't he doesn't do much out there against the Niners. That's a lie. But like, yeah, they usually let him. It was very similar to what the Chiefs did against the Niners with Nick Bosa. They let him. They basically wouldn't block him mm-hmm. and let him just run upfield and run himself out of the play. Yeah. And I know that's what the Niners would do. Sometimes with Aaron Donald, let him get upfield so quick, and then the, all of a sudden, by the time he puts his second foot down, like the running back or whoever's like by him already. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, the Rams. I trying to be a little bit maybe optimistic, but no, I think the Rams and Packers are both over. I also thought Tampa was over, but they did win today, and and they play in in the in the South, so they're yeah they're in first they're place. In fir- they're back in first place hosting a playoff game, yeah. so. Um, Eight and nine might be enough. Been for them. Seven and ten might be enough. Yeah, the the goat is still in it somehow. Good um, for him, though. You see that? You see the hug with oh, Byron Leftwich. I think Leftwich knew he him. was getting fired if that if that touchdown well, doesn't happen. Just good for like Tom. And you saw his post game. He's like, he's like, what? He's like, oh, that, that felt fucking good. Yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> he's like, because like we always think, but why is he still here? He's like, days like today is like, there's no amount of hanging out with your kids, you know. <laughs> Hanging out with your wife. There's no amount of that that he's going to make up for, like, today. Yeah. And I'm like... 45 you know seconds good, good left you, driving down with no timeouts you, to win the game. He's like, nothing like it. Um, we'll do one quick look at the Vikings, who... Um, oh, ho-hum, six in a row. Uh, first time we've been 7-1 and one since the Brett Favre 2009 season. 10-point um, fourth quarter comeback. We're 7-1. and one. Uh, really the only big play we gave up in the whole game, the ref tackled our safety and like completely ruined the play. So I felt like it was a really good defensive game plan today for the first time in a while where, um, Washington probably should have had like 10 points in that game. They got away with a couple things. Um, our offense was not great, especially coming out of the second half, but cousins put it together in the second half, 10 point comeback real quick. Did everything we needed to do to win, and then was iced out on the plane on the way back. And it seems like Kirk has flipped the page from Mr. Goober to 
quite a good teammate. Pretty surprising, huh? I've always been a bigger Kirk guy than you, just because you know when you when he is your quarterback, you always you always you always point out. Yeah, that's right. Today's the best day to wear that. Oh yeah, I had to break um, the Cousins jersey out of retirement. I, I usually like, keep this in the back of the closet, but not today. It's it's so it's just. You know when you have like your own family and there's like people say all this crap about your own family, mm-hmm. but you're like, that's my family. Like they're my crap. Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> like I feel like you and like Vikings fans probably feel that some days with Kirk. Like you know some of those prime t- like his his bad can be bad. Mm-hmm. And I've like just like Jimmy, you know, like he's been terrible. They've tried to re- and I've tried to replace him, but I can't I can't say it wasn't a little like a family reunion when he came back that Seattle game. Like I mean mm-hmm. I hope Trey gets better. Like no one will see anyone hurt, but. It's like, that's our guy. Yeah, he's that's that's our guy. Like that's my quarterback. Yeah, yeah he might overthrow everyone every game, but yeah, it's just, it is. It's, you're seeing it now in Seattle. There's a couple other teams. I mean, I know Tennessee didn't win, but just and it like Tennessee doesn't have to be the quarterback because you know right. Tannehill, Malik Wilson. But just like you have your team, those core guys, whether it's the GM, coach, quarterback, G, team alignment, philosophy. Yep. Like it when it all when it all synergizes to use a wonderful tech word um, synergy uh, it's it's something and the Vikings that video on the plane with Kirk uh, pretty uh, iced out drippy I don't know what the kids like to say uh, he yeah I mean good for him good for him yeah great win great moment for the Vikings and going into Buffalo next week we kind of had to have this I mean there run. was a chance I thought he might be relegated to QB2 behind Nick Mullins but yeah Nick Mullins came t- in for a couple plays when Kirk was banged up and I was like oh god here comes big dick Nick I know Joey's <laughs> going to be texting me but uh, let's let's go <laughs> uh, a couple other things for the uh, games today before we jump to your jack in the bum of the week and some week 10 matchups um, the Bengals and Dolphins offenses look insane today, like they have for most of the season. Um, I'm ready to, to call it. Tua is officially really freaking good, and I never thought I'd say that after the way he performed his first two seasons in the league. He looks really good. Um, between the Bengals and the Dolphins, which team do you think is more likely to topple either Buffalo or KC of those two? I would lean Miami because they did it once mm-hmm. already. Um the Bengals offense without Jamar Chase, I know they played Carolina today, and I know Joe Mixon is still running, but <laughs> like five TDs, I just that's think, it. I just think, yeah, I just think Miami's a little bit more sustainable. I guess I believe in Mike McDaniel more than I believe in Zach Taylor. Um, he, like the one, the game against the Browns was exactly what I thought when Cleveland or Cincinnati, excuse me, missed out, uh, missed Jamar Chase. Yeah, I just, um, yeah, I'd have to say Miami because the run run game travels, and that's what Mike McDaniel hangs his hat on. the The Cincinnati offense can sometimes just get, you know, what did J- Joey B say? Just f it, throw down to yes. whoever, and it's like that. I know that beat Kansas City last year in the playoffs, and I'm not. They, it very easily could happen, but I mean, if I had to, I'd say Miami. I, I'd counterpoint and say there's something there's something up with Buffalo. Like mm. I don't like. It's it's odd to me that their two losses are in the division teams that you, you know, thir- like thoroughly scout, right. know everything, and, and it's like they've they've gotten you both. I I think Buffalo, they played the Patriots. Yeah, I think they they might have beat them. Or I don't know, but they've lost to Miami already. They lost yep. to the Jets, and I 
I know people were saying earlier in the season they, they they struggle more in close games. Like they're that whole like what is it, Mike Tyson? Like if they don't right if they don't knock you out early, like like they kind of get uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And and uh, I kind of felt that today, and it'll be interesting going forward because um, I don't think there is a lock to get to the AFC Championship game as as most people think they are. Because now that game, who knows with the loss and the Kansas City win, right? Does that game now go back to Kansas City? Where is it? Right. Like it's it's you can't you can't lose these games. You, like you can't keep losing to the Jets. You can't lose I mean, to Zach they're not Wilson and be like, I'm the yeah. Super Bowl favorite. Like you can't lose. You can't lose as what were they ten nine and a half point? Oh, today what I think they're they eleven and a half point favorites. Eleven. You can't yeah. lose. Yeah, I. But we'll see. But I, to get back to your question, I would go. I would go with Miami. Yeah, I'm probably thinking Miami too. Just watching them today, it's like every pass from Tua is right on the money to a wide open receiver that makes. Yeah, yeah you texted open. to me like I wide open, and that's like I said, that's Mike McDaniel. This is Mike McDaniel, first ever honorary friend of the pod. I think that's three straight. Weeks. I'm so jealous of not only like obviously you know his team, his offense, and whatever, but as a as a. I'm wearing contacts right now. You're wearing glasses, but as a glassing wear glasses wearing person, his glasses. I he's got. I, I I tried to Google them, but they're like the Oakley. I don't know the name, but they're yeah, they're sweet. Yeah, I don't know. He just and just the way he's like he's Tua, embracing the Miami look. The, he just looks like he's on oh, the beach calling up plays. It's and just I don't know. It's just even the way he's like I I love too, and I I genuinely feel like he would like if he got. Married again, like next week, like two would be in the wedding. I just, he just, <laughs> it's so genuine. Like how much you just, like I don't know. It, it's refreshing. It's refreshing to some guy to come in and be like, no, we got a good team. Other than like, let's blow it up. Yeah, exactly. And he's he's coached him up. He's definitely the favorite right now for coach of the year. You would think, especially if they keep scoring the way they're scoring. One more thing before we go to your Jack and the Bum of the week. I got a little bit of a hot take. We're gonna watch the Baltimore game tomorrow. They're playing at New Orleans. That's their last game before the bye. They're missing Andrews. They're missing um, at least two running backs. If they come out of that game with a win, I picked Baltimore to win the Super Bowl before the season because they were so injured last year. They were the one seed in like mid-December and then completely fell apart because of injuries. With the way things are breaking with Buffalo, Kansas City, uh, you know Miami's obviously very good. Watch out for Baltimore. I got a feeling they win tomorrow. Get healthy in the bye. Get Andrews back. I looked at their schedule. It's really not that bad coming out of the bye. Watch out for Baltimore. Uh, I think that's a pretty solid bet for, like, if you want to put some money on them to win the AFC right now, it's like a really good buy low point because they do have three losses. So watch out for Baltimore. Joey. Yeah, I, 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 I saw you put that on our thing. And, yeah, I'm looking at their schedule now. They go, yeah, at New Orleans tomorrow. But then they come back with. Uh, Carolina, Jacksonville, Denver, Pittsburgh, Cleveland, Atlanta, Pittsburgh, and the last one at Cincinnati, uh, which I they already have the one win over them. I, yeah, they. I see. They I could, see twelve and five there. I think they get to twelve and five, and they they could somehow. I mean, if they really run the table, they could host either Buffalo or Kansas City, which would be nuts. So I, I really like Baltimore, especially if they um, come out and put a beat down on New Orleans tomorrow. Um, Let's go to your Jack and the Bum of the Week. Everybody's favorite segment. We, we post these on TikTok and, you know, my picks get some views and us complaining about Russell Wilson's antics get some views. But it's the Jack and the Bum of the Week that really brings people in. So a lot of candidates this week. The aforementioned Aaron Rodgers. Um, 
Frank Reich was just a disaster today. Like, Indianapolis could not move the ball. They had, like, I think it was minus two yards at the half or something. It was just an absolute disaster. Uh, the Bills crapped the bed. But you're going in a different direction for your jack-in-the-bum of the week for week uh, number nine. Yes, the highly anticipated jack-in-the-bum of the week. Fantastic list of candidates you just mentioned. There's always a fantastic can- list of candidates every <laughs> week because, uh, uh, you know, Bad football out there some days. But today, I wanted to go with with this, I would say, team, person, group of players last week. But they were so bad, I couldn't pick one, so I decided to give it a week. But they're not getting off the hook this week. And it is the uh, L.A., Oakland, L.A., Las Vegas Raiders organization. (laughs) Um, You know, we're out here in the Bay Area. Well, we have a lot of ties to Barry. You're you're down in in SoCal, but – Know a lot of Raider fans, so thoughts and prayers to them. Uh, they're not sick, but they're just Raider fans, so their team sucks. So thoughts and prayers to them. If I had to go with one guy, Josh McDaniels, Oof. two and six. You've like I mentioned this last week. You had you've already had two meetings with with Mark Davis. Like that's not good. It's just you go back to him. It's like did he really deserve the job? Like he I, he. Like, he was terrible in Denver. I mean, just not only just was bad. Right. I know he won that playoff game with Tebow, but. That was actually uh, John Fox, I believe. I believe. Was it? Yeah. Oh, my bad. Bum of the week right here. Yeah. Um, no, I just. No, I just don't I, want McDaniels getting any credit for anything because he has accomplished <laughs> literally nothing as a head coach. Yes, he was just, Brady's but, offensive coordinator, but, like, so is Byron Leftwich, so. I. And it's just the whole thing with the Colts he had a couple years ago was was just very very odd if not borderline just disrespectful to bail on them yes got a lot the i offense, forgot about that and i think a lot of people forgot about that that's that the, never happens in the nfl yeah like he just said like i will but i won't I, I, then he goes back to new england mm-hmm. and you know they they win a bit more he you know last year he got a lot of credit i'm sure for mac jones but like, did we all just forget? Did we just forget what happened in Denver? Did we forget, you know, the whole lack of accountability with the whole Colts thing? We never right. really got an explanation. And now you come here, like, the Raiders were a playoff team last year. The Raiders, you know, if you they, they gave the Cincinnati Bengals a, a very tough game in Cincinnati. They fought hard and, for, for Rich and that one And that one play... Remember the, the the play that Burrow had run into the sideline, throws it, the whistle blew, it was a touchdown, they counted, like just weird stuff happened, and 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 the guys played hard for Rich Bisaccia, oh, and, yeah. and it's like you you threw it all away for a guy who might be X's and O's, you know, dream boy, but like I'm not seeing it. Like you have players, Josh Jacobs is Renaissance season. Mm-hmm. Derek Carr is not. He's well. He's not playing. I could have gone with him. He's not playing. Well, he had a decent day today. Devontae Adams had a huge day today, but it's like receiver again. Not not making a huge. It's not like a quarterback pass rusher. It's just like he's racking up yards. But I think most of them, if not all of them, were in the first half. The second half, they gave up twenty four unanswered. I think it was twenty to three. Yes. I think the Jaguars got a late touchdown in the first half, twenty to ten at half, and they lose. Uh, 27-20, yeah, they, they didn't yeah. score another point. <laughs> so, like, that's coaching. That's, like, Doug P- playing the Jaguars, who just lost to Denver, who had lost five in a row. I think yeah. they're now three and 
three and five. They were two and one. I remember they beat the Chargers, and Trevor Lawrence was like, "We're a good team." We're good. Okay, yeah, well, you lost five. But yeah, the Raiders. You know, for most of our entire entire life, I've just been just a poster child of nothing. I mean, moving. They're they're mo- they're more famous for moving the team than playoff mm-hmm. wins. I, do they have more moves than playoff wins in our lifetime? Oh, I, well, let's they see. Might. Yeah, because they moved back to Oakland when we were little kids. Then they moved to yeah. The only their only playoff wins since we've been alive were freaking two thousand two with Rich Gannon. So. I think it's three yeah. to two. More moves than playoff wins. I th- I literally just thought about that. I was just like, that's yeah, that's that's sad. Very sad. That's the Raiders. Yeah. That's that's what Devontae Adams left. He left Green Bay. I know they're in shambles now, but it's if you Packers, it's an utter just stop the the state cheese cheese land is is it it is unprecedented how unacceptable this is. This is par for the course for the Raiders. Like this is who they are. And it's, it's just, I mean, they have players on their team I like to root for. I mean, you know, Devontae, Derek Carr, they all seem like nice. Uh, Darren Waller's a great story. Yep. I haven't seen him since last year. Mm-hmm. He's, he's, you know, he got that huge contract the day or something before the season started. And then uh, he got injured. He's been out. Mm-hmm. Max Crosby, great story. He's, he's, he's a stud, but. Uh, yeah, Bad coaching. Just, That's the, the the McDaniel's it's hire has. I want to. I want to mostly. I I said the Raiders, but it's mostly Josh McDaniels. But you could go. It's too early to put it on the new GM, but uh, you could go Derek Carr. You could, but you could just put everybody. But what did what is it? Uh, was it Herm Edwards who said this? He's like you're either coaching it or you're allowing it to happen. Or was that Bill? I've heard. I've heard. I I, somebody term. said Bill said it, but I thought somebody recently said it was actually Herm Edwards who first said it. I'm like, yep, you're the coach and allowing it to happen, and it's just it's, yeah. The Raiders, Joey's Jack, commitment the bum to of the excellence. Week. Yeah, com- commitment to egg salad, as my uncle, a big time Raiders <laughs> that's fan, a, that's would a say. good one. Commitment to egg salad. Um, we got some great feedback from some of our listeners that maybe our guessing line segment was getting a little too long. So what we're gonna do. As we're going to look at the Week 10 schedule, we're going to look at the lines. We're not going to guess them. We're just going to go over some predictions and some bets that we're considering for Week 10 before we do a quick state of the Niners and Vikings before we get to our picks. Um, looking at the card, Atlanta at Carolina, crummy game. Nobody should bet on that. You can watch Al it Michaels is going to be electric. On oh, he is. I mean, he's going to be like, why are we here? He's he's hitting the bourbon like in the second quarter like and I love it I'm I'm here for it I like Al Michaels and I like oh it's great that he's just like Bezos gave him the Brinks truck of money and he's like I can say whatever the hell I want I'm on streaming now it's been pretty sick um, nobody should bet on that game and then pretty crazy one actually Seattle against Tampa Bay it's in Munich when I saw this on the schedule obviously I was like win for Tampa not anymore Seahawks six and three. Bucks up to four and five. Tampa Bay minus two and a half is the line. Um, you said you like Seattle. How do you not like them right now? I Tampa showed me nothing today except for the final drive. They cannot run the ball. They absolutely cannot run the ball. Mm-hmm. And Seattle's pass, pass rush is pretty good. Um, their corners are playing outstanding. Tariq Woolen, player of the month, rookie of the month. Oh, yeah. The other guy, Kobe Bryant, 
I mean, elite name, but yeah, he's he's playing great. The uh, Seattle can run the ball. Tampa's defense isn't what it used to be. Like you know, they mentioned last week, Shaq Barrett gone for the year. I I mentioned this. If it wasn't a forty-five hour plane ride from <laughs> Seattle, which I I thought maybe they might fly from Arizona after the game, but I heard they're going back to Seattle and flying Wednesday. I'm not too thrilled about that. If I was if I was a Seattle fan. Um, but yeah, I, I just, I don't see it with Tampa. Um, but yeah, they're rooting hard for them. So yeah, they, they pulled that one out of their rear end today. I was kind of surprised that it was two and a half. I thought it would be at least the full three. Um, but you like Seattle in that one next game Vikings at Buffalo. So it's Buffalo minus nine and a half. Um, I thought this would be higher. This to me seems like the Buffalo, we have to reestablish that we are the best team in football game. And this is also the Vikings coming off like an emotional win. Kirk is, you know, bedazzled on the plane, on the flight back. Everybody's like riding so high in Minnesota. This is the flat spot. And I'm okay with it. We're 7-1. and one. The schedule is actually not that bad after the Buffalo game. This is the game where Buffalo can put the hammer down. That's my thought. What do you think about that? Yeah, you gave a lot of really good reasons why it is nine and a half. Um, but <laughs> Vikings are going to be playing with house money. No one is expecting them to win this game. It's again, we're making a big deal about it, but the game's at ten a.m. our time, <laughs> one o'clock. I I I don't know. I I just nine and a half is a huge number, especially for a team that's seven and one. Right. Um. Like, they're doing something right. People want to nitpick at their point, you know, differential and like, oh, one score game wins. Yeah, well, they're winning them. Uh, so, I mean, if it is a close game, like I mentioned earlier, Buffalo's not, you know, unless Buffalo's up 21-3 after the first quarter, right. I think it could get weird. Um, Which, as a Vikings fan, that's what I'm worried about is our defense capitulates in the first half versus, you know, we get Cook going. We get a nice drive to start the game. We're ahead like seven to three heading into the second quarter. If it, if we kick off first and Buffalo just zips down the field for a touchdown, then the floodgates could open. It's one of those games like back when the Vikings had like Christian Ponder and Adrian Peterson, and it was like, oh my god, if we ever fall down by more than six points, this shit is over. I feel like with the way Buffalo is motivated for this game after just losing to Zach freaking Wilson. It's a little worrying as a Vikings fan, but I'm thinking Buffalo minus nine and a half there. Um, some other. Hey, if you lose, if you lose, you're still going to have like a six game lead in the division. So <laughs> four and a half up plus the tiebreaker. Uh, pretty good feeling. I like that. I mean, I mean, yeah, it's Detroit. It's over Detroit off a big win today against Green Bay. They're at Chicago. Chicago's minus two and a half. Uh, Denver's at Tennessee. Tennessee is minus one and a half. I think that's assuming Tannehill's not playing because Russell Wilson should not be a one and a half. If he loses to what I saw at the end of the uh, Sunday night football, that's, that's a problem. We got to discuss that. What the hell was Malik Willis doing on the final possession of overtime? Like throw the ball. I I don't, I don't want to make any drastic predictions of his future in the NFL. Long way to go. Um, because I, I mean, it looked early that the the you know the read option with him and Derrick Henry could be something, mm-hmm. and then I don't know maybe Spagnuolo at halftime figured it out, but boy, uh, Malik, I'm just I just 
again, I'm not a quarterback, never been one, but I I recommend throwing the ball to a receiver. Yeah. Like once. Zero receptions for Tennessee receivers in that game. I even Justin Fields is like, dude, that's fucking horrible. You know. <laughs> just, like I I mean, yeah, the receivers just, just getting their wind sprints in. I just Unbelievable. Good old good old exercise today. But yeah. Anyways, that minus one and a half back to the game. Yeah, I, if it was Tannehill, it'd probably be higher. It, it would be much higher, you would think. Denver coming off a bye, that's probably why it's so close. Um, Jacksonville at KC, KC minus nine and a half. I'm not touching that. KC's fine. They had a little bit of a tough game they should, today. They should, they should win. They should roll in that one. That's a get-right game for them. Cleveland at Miami. I love Miami here. It's Miami minus four and a half. Cleveland coming off the bye is the reason that it's only four and a half. I think if this was just a regular old game, they'd probably be favored by like seven. Miami should score 40 here. Like, Miles Garrett is the only thing that can stop them from getting to 40 with the way they're playing right now. Love Miami. What do you think of that? Yeah, I I probably wouldn't touch it just because, just like, I, I don't I – just Miami kind of scares me a little bit. Miles Garrett was was elite the last time I saw him on Monday Night Football. Mm-hmm. I know he's playing against the Bengals O line, and Miami's a lot better. But um, yeah, I mean, if I if I had to pick one, yeah, definitely minus five and a half for Miami or four and a half. What did you say? Yeah, four and a half. I, f- yeah, I feel like you know, Brissett's not going to be able to keep up with Tua and that offense the way they're playing right now. I just feel like Miami's hot and cold. Like they put up like thirty, and then like they'd have a game, and it's like. You know, I mean, they gave up the a ton numbers. of points to Fields and Goff in back-to-back weeks. They won both games, but that's a little worrying. I thought their defenses would be better than what it is. I mean, they have they just traded for Bradley Chubb. Um, by the way, yeah, they turned they turned the Trey Lance trade into Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle, and Bradley Chubb. Not bad. We turned it into still having Jimmy Garoppolo. <laughs> and the crazy thing <laughs> is, is I think everybody's okay. I've, I mean. <laughs> Nobody's like, you know, furious about it. Obviously, Miami loves it, but like, you're a Super Bowl contender. So at this point, I just, I just, not to, not to get off on a whole side conversation, but I just think, boy, if we just didn't do that and just drafted a player like <laughs> at 12 instead of making that trade, like, where would we be? Would Mike McGlinchey be here still? <laughs> would we have drafted a right tackle? I don't know. Oh, we don't want to anyways. go down that slippery slope. Anyways, anyways, Houston uh, at the Giants. Giants are minus five and a half coming off the bye. I liked seeing the fight from Houston against Philly. I was kind of hoping Houston would win so that the Vikings could get back to um, level with Philadelphia. Um, I do think the Giants here minus five and a half off the bye is probably a pretty decent bet, though. The way Houston just like cannot move the ball on the road. They can't really move it that well at home. They only scored uh, 10 against Tennessee the week prior to this week. So uh, I'm looking at the Giants there a little bit. New Orleans at Pittsburgh. New Orleans minus three. Another game. Nobody should watch that. If you're watching that. <laughs> I don't I don't know oh. what to think about. I don't even. I don't know. I You could just shake it up and pull a number out of a hat. I don't, I don't know what you're going to get. If you're betting on that game, you have a problem. You, you you need to seek help because nobody knows what the hell's going to go on, on in that game. New Orleans is so hit or miss this season. Pittsburgh, you got Tomlin, but, I mean, I don't know. Tire fire right now. No way I'm <laughs> touching that game. Indy at Vegas, too. That's another one. It's like – that I saw I saw that on the schedule and was like, why? <laughs> Vegas minus three and a half. I, 
My thought would be probably Vegas is a decent bet there, given Indianapolis like cannot move the ball. Period. They're but terrible. Vegas is terrible. I mean, that's too straight. Well, they're bad. Duds. They're they're bad. But um, I get a, I get a weekly Colts update from my dad, who's got Jonathan Taylor and Michael Pittman on his fantasy oh. team, and he's just like, I hate the Colts. I have no reason to even watch them like before fantasy, but because of this fantasy thing, he's like big. Colts watcher and he's like, this sucks. Oh, yeah. His fantasy yeah, team yeah, name I'm... was Taylor Made to start the season. I think he changed the name because he was so disgusted by Taylor missing all these games. And when he does play, he puts up like five points. Not great. Yeah. No, the Colts are the Colts are bad. I I could have went Frank Wright for the bum of the week, but I've heard and just what I've seen, he's a really nice guy, and I can't do it. <laughs> This is a reputable <laughs> podcast. We're not going to slander yeah. a nice guy like him. I'm not going to slander a nice guy. De- but watch out. We the Niners lose to Kyler Murray. Uh, this will not be a nice podcast. No, it will not. There will be some expletives uh, in the next episode if that happens. Dallas at Green Bay. The game that I would imagine Fox was like, we have to have this one before the season. They put it at 125. They're like, everyone and their mom is going to watch this game. Oh boy! The crazy part is the crazy part is is everyone and their mom still will watch this game. It's true. (laughs) It's like (laughs) like is it what they thought it was? No, but people are still gonna watch. It's still gonna get. What what else are you gonna do? If you add all the World Series games combined, their rating might. I mean, Dallas Green Bay might. I mean, um, Niners Rams wasn't what it was maybe supposed to be a couple weeks, but I saw it got like twenty five million. And this is even bigger yeah. brands than that. Right. Packer, I mean, Packers, Dallas, I don't know if it gets bigger than that. Dallas minus two game. and a half. Um, we have a problem here because I really like Green Bay as a buy low in this spot. Uh, obviously, Rodgers looked awful today, like as bad as I've seen him look. But, like, this is everything for him. Like, this is a legacy game for him. Like, he has to come out and put up big numbers. And you're like... Hell no, Dallas by a million. So I, I, he Rogers had that today, like he's had that last couple weeks. Like it's it's we're past the point. Like <laughs> I Aaron, like for 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 the love of God, my wonderful friend Dwayne Michael Carter Jr., also known as Lil Wayne, called him out on Twitter, <laughs> and they're like friends. Like say he said, we should have got rid of Rodgers after last year. Just, the, the the three picks they were all correct me if I'm wrong they were all in the red zone. Yeah, and they were all just like 100 percent his fault, like underthrown, overthrown stuff that you never see from him. I and I know the last play of the game I saw, like he threw it. Sammy Watkins like was kind of had leverage, you know, for one second to the outside. Rogers throws it over the back shoulder like he's going to the pylon and he ends up like switching it to go inside and he gets open but Rogers already throwing the ball and Rogers like armed like what are you doing <laughs> and I'm like I'm like it, maybe you had that connection with Devontae Aaron but like does he supposed to read your mind like I I, is that I, I know I know like I know that the highest level of football like it basically is mind reading when it comes to receivers and quarterbacks and mm-hmm. the defense like where you're gonna I know like the best of the best do that but like, he was never open on the replay. Right. Like you still threw it to it. Like, what is he? I I I don't know. It's it's so bad. It it's just vibes are bad. Oh. The awful. play is bad. It's the, not good. 
I just I don't know. Dallas is off their bye. I just Dallas's defense is so good. I just how are they going to score? They couldn't score against Detroit. And Detroit was giving up to everybody. Yeah, nine points in Detroit. Detroit today, guy. I saw post game thing with Dan Campbell. He gave the game ball to uh, the uh, D coordinator who had been. Everyone basically said, "Hey, Dan, how about you like fire him?" Yeah, and plays the Packers, and well, it's our get right game. Whew. Unbelievable. I, no, it's but. Let's run. I'm not big on I'm not big on Dallas either, but the Packers, their stock is blockbuster right now. Oh, let's run through a couple more games real quick. Arizona at the Rams. Rams are minus three. I'm not touching that. That's a, another one where you just can't predict what you're going to get from week to week from either of those teams. Monday Night Football, Washington at Philly. Philly minus ten and a half. That sounds about right. I saw that and I was like, should probably be more than ten. Makes a lot of sense. But let's go to the big game of next week. Chargers at 49ers Sunday night football. You got to be pumped. It's Niners minus three and a half. And I'm a little bit inclined to take the Niners in this spot. Yeah. Niners minus three and a half. If I didn't like to err on the side of hedging my feelings in bets, (laughs) um, I would feel pretty confident taking the Niners. This game isn't what it was supposed to be at the beginning of the year with all the injuries to the Chargers. Niners have a lot of injuries too, but they've gotten a lot of guys back. Um, Chargers, who knows if if Joey Bosa plays? You know, like you mentioned, Slater's out. Who knows if we see Keenan Allen or Mike Williams? Um, right. Yeah, the Niners should get Elijah Mitchell back. So him with Christian McCaffrey should be pretty sweet. Debo's supposed to um, be back as well, right? Debo's supposed to be back. Um, the one guy who's not Kinlaw is still on IR. He can't play, but Eric Armstead sounds like he probably won't. Um, but. Yeah, I'd, Niners off a of bye. Chargers just went from L.A. to Atlanta to, you know, they'll have to fly back. Right. You know, I know it's not like a road trip like in, you know, basketball or hockey. It's not. It's only one plane flight, but that's got to count for something. Um, yeah, I think Niners have been good at home. I think it's going to be, you know, night games are always a little bit more electric, so mm-hmm. I, I am pretty, pretty confident that the uh, – Niners will cover the three and a half. Yeah, it's a good spot for them. Um, usually at this point in the podcast, we do talk about our teams. I've already waxed poetic about the Vikings and their seven and one record and how, I mean. And how they're seven and one uh, and the fact that we're seven and one. You just repeat that Just all the time. seven and one. When you multiply that by two, that's 14 and two. So, <laughs> oh my God, it's just the so thoughts. So you're like, if so, facto, we're on pace for uh, 15 and like two. 15 yeah. and two. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, if we host multiple playoff games in 2022, I don't even want to put hey, this thought out into the The playoffs universe, don't but. start tomorrow. They don't. But if they did, it's Niners at Vikings in the wild Oh, card. my God. The ratings would be gangbusters for our podcast if that happened. Everybody would be tuning in. And by that, I mean 73 people. Um, let- you know what? <laughs> That's that's seventy three of the greatest fans. We have sports. the greatest fans, the absolute best. Yeah, I, hi mom. <laughs> hey mom. Hey dad. Uh, <laughs> um, anything else you saw in sports this week outside of the NFL? Obviously, I mean, my one note that I have here on our rundown is Astros win World Series. Why does God hate us? I. It just sucks. It, I. I don't even like I mentioned. I I don't watch as much baseball as much as I did, you know, when the A's and Astros were really going at it, 
and you know when they were banging on the trash cans but it's just like it can't be good for baseball like no one wants them to win i mean just like it it is it is a turnoff like i just it felt maybe a little less aggravating that carlos correa was in minnesota for this that's true <laughs> and dusty but baker no, was the manager so he's like yeah but to you know for, like how tuve is still there <sighs> like bregman is still there justin verlander and his brother falling around are still there like I don't know. It's just, no. We don't like that. Not at all. But no, other things, no. I Locally, the Warriors are in the tank. Um, but who cares? Yeah. The, uh, they're, I believe they benched every single significant player for that game on Friday. I could, I could go on another bum of the week, every load management player ever in the NBA, but I'm not because this is a football podcast, but... I just, I just hate it. I, I just hate it. One other thing, sports-wise, I'm going to Vegas uh, for my 30th birthday. Um, I'm setting it up so that it's like during the World Cup. So I know everybody who listens to football podcasts wants to hear about soccer, but maybe as we get closer to the World Cup, which starts on the 20th, I'll give a, a few stupid bets that I might place based upon my. Do we have a chance? <laughs> we do not. We do not. What about what about winning like one game? So I'm trying to think of the football equivalent of the U.S. men's national team. I would say it's like if the Bengals had a quarterback slightly below Joe Burrow's level. Let's say it's like, um, God, not even Lamar, like Tua, someone like that. I don't know. Matthew Stafford, it's not great. But the coach is Greg Berhalter, and he is the Zach Taylor of soccer. Just holding what could be a pretty decent team back. He's a complete boob. Just just a It's like you have for once a pretty talented roster and this guy is completely holding it back. He was hired basically because his brother was in charge of the hiring process and it's a total joke. But we'll save that for another podcast. Nobody wants to hear about how the US is going to get shellacked by England in uh in the world. It's okay. We may not win we may not win on the field, but we win world wars. So <laughs> back to back world war champs. <laughs> uh, put that put that put put that banner up. Oh yeah. Yeah. Hang that banner. It, when we lose nine nil to England on I believe it's on Thanksgiving, actually. Uh oh, yeah. super. Yeah. Hang that it's banner. It's okay. No one will be watching. Everybody watching Vikings Patriots. Oh, let's go. That game all of a sudden is like, yes. I saw. That. I did look at that recently. I was like, "Oh, Thanksgiving coming up! Like, it'd be cool. Who's playing?" I think it's Buffalo, Detroit in the morning. Just get get Detroit off of Thanksgiving. It's all I know. That's like all Detroit thing. has. Like, I just, I mean, I don't know. At least put Detroit, like maybe a division game, like Detroit, Chicago. Like at least maybe like Detroit, and then they just put Buffalo. Like, okay, here's a here's a massacre to start the start the day. But it is, I believe it is Dallas Giants. Which will be great. Which definitely matters. And then, uh, yeah, Vikings up in the the great north. Yeah, that's That stadium. Hopefully at that point we're something like 9-2. and That would be pretty sick. Um, Let's go over to my You Like That picks of the week. We're 7-2-1 so far on this podcast. How about that? We went to uh, three, three or three. That sounds good. Three, one, and one today. We had Seattle, uh, the Chargers, Jacksonville, Indianapolis. Which what were we doing there? And then Cincinnati. Um, 
seven two and one is super duper profitable. So like, this is actually my, been... my hockey math says that's uh fifteen points. <laughs> yeah, we're looking at a spot in the uh, Calder Cup playoffs if we yeah. keep up that uh, if we keep that level of production up there. Yeah, wagon. Yeah, we are an absolute wagon on this podcast, and we're going to try to build on it with five more picks this week. Um, my first pick is I'm going to go with Miami minus four and a half. I mentioned freaking love their offense. We have to go with Miami there. Um, it's one of those that like I'll probably bet Miami, and then I'll also bet Miami's team total points over because their defense isn't that good. So the only way you lose this bet is if Miami's defense is just really bad again because they are going to score points. Uh, second pick, we're going to go with Seattle plus two and a half. This is your pick. Uh, you said you like Seattle even with the travel there. Oh, I love them. Uh, the, they, they, the opposite vibes of the Packers and Rams right now, they, they've given everyone no reason to not believe in them. And Tampa can't run the ball. They, they're so banged up. I, yeah, I, if this was, if this was even being played in Tampa, uh, with less travel, I would have. I would like even Seattle more, um, but yeah, no, I in, I expect them to run. Kenneth Walker looks like an absolute stud. Um, yeah, we'll see. Uh, Tampa missed uh, Antoine Winfield today, pretty bad. I know Cooper Cup ran by them again. Yeah. I think it was this like a same play, um, same play from a playoff game last year. Yeah, yeah, and and so you know. Lockett and Metcalf should should have a decent day, but yeah, I, I like Seattle. It's only two and a half. I yeah. Yeah, you thought it would be maybe like Pickham or something, but it is Seattle plus two and a half. So that's our second pick. I'm going with the third pick, Buffalo minus nine and a half. Like I said, Buffalo's angry um, and motivated to put the hammer down after losing to Zach Wilson. Um, Vikings are riding high. This is kind of a game with diverging. You know, Buffalo's pissed. The Vikings are on cloud nine. When you see a spot like that, you usually want to take the favorite, so I'm going with Buffalo there. And then we really struggle to find our fourth and fifth picks. We're thinking Giants minus five and a half because they're coming off the bye and they're playing against Houston. I, this is mostly just a day yeah. ball pick, right? I think it's mostly an anti-Texans pick. <laughs> you know, like in fantasy football, when you look for a defense, you're like, I just want to find who this team's playing. Uh, that's what this feels that's like. The so Texans, who are they playing? It's like unless they're playing, you know, Chicago, yeah, Detroit. But even those, like, I don't <laughs> Texans, uh, yeah. But yeah, the Giants—they're playing well off a of bye. They should, they should roll. Yeah, I, I feel good about that one. And then the fifth pick. This is my you like that, not yours. I am going with the Packers plus two and a half. I know this seems blasphemous, but for me, when I handicap games, obviously I look at stats and I look at recent form, and both of those would say do not take Green Bay. But I really look at spot, and the spot here says, I don't know, are, is Mike McCarthy that good a coach? I don't know. No. Is this Aaron Rodgers Waterloo if he loses? Like How, how do the Packers ever get to being good again as he's getting older, he's missing throws if they don't? win this game, and then win a few more in a row. Like, this is the kitchen sink moment for them. I know you said, oh, last week was and the week before was, but, like, are they going to go, like, 5-12 and 12 with maybe the second or third best quarterback ever? Like, I just don't see it happening. I'm taking Green Bay plus 2.5. I know you're going to try to talk me out of this, but that's my fifth pick. I, 
that's a good thing you mentioned. I forgot the Mike McCarthy Aaron Rodgers angle that happens this week too. But mm-hmm. I yeah, I don't they're they're bad. I, I my hot take, not even on the on the field. Off the field, this game is Fox's game of the week. Like Rogers is, is is tight with the people at Fox, like in the media. Like he's mm-hmm. he's doing interviews with Aaron Andrews all the time, all the time. You know, he only talks to like her and Pat, like just those two. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking this week, like we're gonna hear something, like just something this week in interview, whether it's on Pat McAfee, whether it's you know Aaron Andrews on the Fox pre, I know something. I I have no evidence to to believe that Aaron Rodgers won't somehow deflect this, that he just threw three picks in the red zone and lost to Detroit. Like something's going to come up like, like Russell Wilson, his, his move was oh As soon as he lost that game was like the next day, his, his agent was like, nah, shoulder needs surgery. It's like, really toughing it out. Yeah. Did he, did he? (laughs) Cause I heard he's doing hours of high knees on the plane. He seems fine. Uh, Rogers, I feel like that's it. He, that's just his thing. It's not like, just say it. You don't even have to believe it, man. Just say it. Like I played like shit today. Josh Allen said it. Yep. And he's not playing as bad as you are. He said, I, it's hard to win when your quarterback plays like shit. And I played like shit. Sean McVay, like your team sucks, but he's like, I coach like shit today. Aaron, just say it. You don't have to believe it. Just say it. Take some accountability. But he doesn't just, just, he doesn't say it. And not only does he say it, it's like, oh, he's. Something's up. I don't know. I it's gonna. I, that's my bet. Something's gonna happen. But yeah, I, I mean, I wouldn't be shocked if if the Packers won because you know it's in Lambeau. You know, I don't believe in Dallas's offense. You know, Dak any day of the week could look like crap. Mm-hmm. Although his last performance, I know, it was against. Um, what was it? They played Detroit. Detroit. Yep. Yeah. yeah, and uh, uh, he he played really well. Oh, but Chicago. Yeah, I, yeah, they beat the the doors off Chicago. Yeah, it was Detroit was his first game back, yeah. and he didn't look good. And then he played. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. And it was some team in the north. Um, yeah, but so just to recap quickly: Miami minus four and a half, Seattle plus two and a half, Buffalo minus nine and a half, Giants minus five and a half, and Green Bay plus two and a half. We're seven two and one so far. Let's keep it rolling. Last couple segments of the show. We already did my you like that predictions of the week. Now it's your feels great baby, your wildest take you feel best about at the moment. And you're going in a completely different direction than the last couple weeks. You have some slander for some some pretty prominent companies in this country that are in charge of our sports consumption. What is this? This This cannot be me, the only person feeling like this. But I've had this argument with my dad for years now. Um, we are getting royally screwed with the streaming services and the internet and the, the, just the diversification of these sporting events on every different device channel. Like texted you is Thursday night football. Like everyone, maybe not everyone, but most people are watching football, no matter what channel right. it's on, whether it's on, you know, Fox, CBS, NBC, Amazon, ESPN plus the moon. It doesn't matter. Like people are watching football. Well, that day was on Amazon. It's like, all right, cool. Like watching football. And it's like maybe a, a, a between quarters, commercial halftime. Maybe I'll flip it to baseball. It was Thursday. Maybe you flip it to the NBA on TNT, or maybe you're watching hockey. Maybe you're watching 
I don't know, 90 Day Fiance. I don't know, whatever you whatever you want to watch. But, like, you can't. And it's, like, you ha- it, it's too much work. It, 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 the quality's worse. Like, it is streaming. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm watching games. Like, the Sharks were on ESPN plus the other. My phone tells me th- what happens before I see it on their own streaming thing. Right. You, you pay for ESPN plus. You pay for Hulu. You pay for Netflix. You pay for Amazon. You pay for HBO. You pay for... Uh, Peacock, you pay for Apple, you pay for, and then you pay like because us sports fans, like we still can't kick the court, kick the Comcast to the curb, yeah, because that's where your live sports, that's where you're for me. It's the you know it's the NFL Network, it's the NHL Network. Yeah, you got to get your local regional baseball, hockey, yeah. basketball, all that. And it's like okay, I don't even want to add it up. I know how much our Comcast bill is. What a, it's too much. <laughs> they shut off my internet, my internet the other day for maintenance, like to improve. It was fine. Like, you don't need to turn off my internet on a work day, like, all day. Like, am I, am I going to get a refund? No. I just... It, They've got us it, over a barrel with this. Like, I don't know what the resolution is. I don't I don't know. I It should not take... Because they've like, got me by the balls. Yeah. They, they absolutely have me, and they know it. It's like I always, I always think about, too, like, what's stopping people from charging... I don't want to get like super into because there's there's always people out there smarter than me who can explain these things. But I just think about it out loud. Like, what if what if they just made like you go to restaurants like water's free? Why? Like, what if they just start charging ten dollars for water? <laughs> like, what are we gonna do? Not drink? Like, we're gonna order buffalo wings or something hot and not drink? Like, soda's now like four dollars. You don't even get a refill because no one works anymore. You get you get a beer that maybe costs twenty five dollars. I don't know. Like. I it just these these people like Comcast they the sports fans like oh we're losing money everywhere because people are cutting the cord they're going to Netflix or whatever but we got we got these sports fans mm-hmm. and we're gonna nail them and they are <laughs> nailing me and, and it, what sucks like is I don't like, I don't want to have to I don't like like does everyone have five TVs like I see all these people like oh look at my setup man yeah it's like okay you must live alone because there's no way your wife approves of that exactly absolutely not that's what there's I there's no to say. There's, there's there's no way you're like you live alone, okay? I get Which TikToks. I sometimes get tw- that could be the could be the dream, but like, I see like, these on Instagram. Happening. I see these on TikTok. It's some guy who's like, "Look, I got a seventy-five inch TV." It's in always like Saturday college football. Yeah, like I got every four game. games surrounding it, and then I got the stats over here, and I'm like, "You are not married. You are <laughs> like." Like there's people who actually have the Amazon, you know, broadcast, and then they have the Amazon like Prime Vision broadcast. Mm. Like they actually have on the all the broadcasts at one time. Mm. And I'm like, I'm lucky if I get one TV. <laughs> and 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 what we want is we want to be able to flip between games, especially with you know, say it's football, baseball, and basketball and hockey, like it was on Thursday, where all four leagues have like big games going on right now. Oh, let's flip over here. Let's flip over here. We were uh, we were like timing it. We we're like. It took 77 seconds to go from ESPN Plus over to Amazon and get that stream going and get it to... And you're still way behind live, so your phone is already telling you what happened. It's a miserable experience, and it's like, do we need to just lump all of them together again in like a pseudo cable so we can actually just flip like, through channels? I, it. And we take what happened to picture in picture? That used to be like... So that was like 20 years ago. It's like, oh, look at that! It's like, nope. They're like, it's all, it's all mobile. Like, I don't, I don't, if I don't want to have to have a TV, uh, a, a tablet, my phone, 
like a lot of times I might airplay my phone to the TV really quickly, mm-hmm. but then like say you or whoever texts me about the game because everyone's watching the game at the same time. Like yeah. I can't. Now all of a sudden everyone in the room's reading my texts on the TV. <laughs> like I don't want to have to have a TV, a tablet, a phone, like my laptop, like to watch what I want to watch. I it it and like. A, a robot. I it just. It's, I maybe I'm just a, a a wannabe boomer, but like I just want to watch the game on the TV and have my phone one free for texting. Yeah, you know, I will have two screens. One yeah. is to text people while the stuff is going on, and to look at Twitter and to see injury updates yeah. and whatever. And the other is to watch the actual thing. Like bring back picture in picture. If you're out there and you're, you know. Some technology like even, whiz like you, that's you looking think, for a new idea. Bring back picture in picture on TVs. Like, we want that. You so think bad. about video games? Like you play like a multiplayer where they got like the it, into quarters. Yeah. Like they got four screens. Can we get that? Like we're all we've all seem to have gotten really good at this whole Zoom Teams, you know, Google Meet thing with this working from home. Now we could we could have fifty people in a freaking meeting. Can we get like two things on the TV at one time? Get it done, Elon. Figure it out. Get it done, Bezos. Somebody. Somebody like, figure this shit out. They're like, oh, no, we got LeBron in the shop coming to Amazon Prime Thursday Night Football. Like, oh, super. <laughs> let me let me get let me get my second laptop out for that. We were all clamoring for that. We were like, no, we don't want to be able to flip between sports. We want LeBron to commentate on football. That's what we all wanted. Focus grouped that, and that's what they came up with. I, yeah, who was like, yeah, I got this idea. And they're like, yeah. <laughs> oh, I don't know, but yeah, I just it's that I can't. I actually can't believe more people aren't talking about that. Right, it needs to be a conversation that we like, have. Am, am I am I the idiot? Like, am I the idiot that like I don't have a a sick TV set up in my living room and and like a laptop and an iPad? I don't know. I don't know. It's a lot to juggle. Someone's got to come up with something that combines them all, and when they do. We will pay them handsomely for it. Until then, we're kind of stuck with the way it is with all these streaming services. Anything else happen outside the week of sports you want to talk about before we get out of Dodge? Um, anything happen for you this week? I know you're going to Hawaii next week. Got to be pumped for that. Yeah. Uh, we're big things planned. Going to Hawaii. Um, probably do like the whole uh, Pearl Harbor thing, which will be Veterans Day, so it'll probably be packed there. Mm-hmm. Go see the USS Arizona because we're going to um, Oahu, Waikiki. Um, I'm going to see a friend from work. Um, he he grew up there and then moved out to the Bay Area with his brother, and then he moved back to Hawaii. So visit him for a bit, nice. um, and uh, yeah, just enjoy the time. Just not. I'm just thrilled not having to work. Oh, there's nothing like it. We leave super early Wednesday. Like we got to leave our house like three a.m. Um, that means you're getting the, t- there the early time different. You know what? Yeah, you know what? We have a layover, I think, in Maui, but we get back pretty late Sunday night. Like, I think we'll we land in San Jose. I think that's where we're flying in and out of. Um, like ten o'clock. So I'm gonna miss the football game, the Niner game. Yeah, you're gonna have to spend- sick sick move, wife. <laughs> You're going to have to uh, you. catch up on everything Sunday night and Monday because then we're going to record our next episode of the podcast on Monday night next week. So we'll release that one Monday night instead of our usual Sunday evening. Uh, for me, this week, 
Played a lot of pickleball like I always do. Got my foot barking with some plantar fasciitis. It was rough today, but I decided to tough it out and play in our softball game. Just lower body. Lower body injury day to day. I had the compression sock. I had ice. I was like, I'm going to tough it out today. I pitched. Uh, the game was 10 to 8. We were trailing bottom of the seventh. Uh, runners on first and third, and I came up to the plate with two outs. I smashed one into the gap. Tie game, 10-10. I got to third, advancing on the throw. Pinch ran for me. Our, our manager, Brandon, uh, pinch ran for me, which is a smart move. I'm 6'5", 280 at this point, so I'm not exactly limber. Uh, and the next batter drove a fly ball to left field that the left fielder dropped. Walk off, we win the game. So um, we're on a roll, our softball Plan team. the parade. Plan the parade. We're a wagon. We can't be stopped. It was highly dramatic. Every game is dramatic with our team. You know what I – again, back to the – just quickly on the Hawaii trip, the, you know – Wife's probably thinking, like, oh, it's going to be, like, and it is. We're going to have a great time. But she's like, oh, bees, all this stuff. You know what the first thing I thought of? Oh, God. I was like, football with the game in Germany, football starts at 3.30 in the morning Sunday. <laughs> I'm like, Thursday night football starts at 2 o'clock. That's pretty sick. It is pretty sick. You can be done with your football watching, and it's still <laughs> light out. Yeah, she'll be like, let's go to the beach. I'll be like, oh, sorry. This game actually starts at 2 Yep. Do you do you know how much of do you know how much of a bad husband I'm gonna be if I'm gonna if I'm gonna rearrange our Thursday in Hawaii? Cardinals, for Atlanta, Falcons. Carolina. Oh, I mean, uh, yeah, Atlanta, Carolina. That is so bad. <laughs> our first trip uh, to Hawaii that me and my wife Jamie took was in 2019, and I remember the Vikings played the Cowboys on Sunday Night Football on the last day of our trip, and I was like transfixed to the tv watching and she and literally we had like the nicest room and the most unbelievable view of diamond head and i'm like this is the most beautiful place in the world and i'm watching like a small tv in the corner of our hotel room and she's thinking what is wrong with you and the vikings won. nothing and the answer is yeah, nothing eric yeah, well that's up for debate but the answer is the answer is nothing because i yeah we went to disneyland last year and I was like, "So when do we get in? When do we get in?" And it was the night the it was the night the Niners played Sunday night against uh, the Colts in the monsoon, mm-hmm. and uh, and I was like, "We got to get a hotel." We got to, and I'm like doing all this getting the. Of course, now all these hotels like you got to like pay extra for internet, get that set up internet. I'm like, "Oh my god, this is such like a, <laughs> trying to get on my phone and and everything." She's like, "We're in we're in Disneyland. Like, what are you doing?" I'm like, "What do you think I'm doing? <laughs> I'm getting the game on." And it's just like. Uh, this is what we do. We we take it just that little bit too far, but this is yeah, why we, we're we, podcast hosts. We're dedicated to the brand. Oh yeah, we're you know we're here for the fans. Yeah, this is All that's why we do it. You know, it's not that we like love to watch football. You know, I will say like, um, like you mentioned it, but even like a couple people, family, and uh, you know. Whoever said like you know, they're asking me like how many views we get on like the podcast, and she's like, we don't know, but like you're, we can see your TikTok views, and you know you got like a few hundred. I'm like, really? I was like, I know the algorithm can like help us, but I'm like, wow, I'm like, I'm pretty. That's pretty decent. Not bad. Yeah, we were getting like roughly you know three to four hundred views on all of our videos, and then this morning, last week's video about our five picks of the week just took off like. 
so many views of that. We because got we got in we got in the we got in the stream. We got, we got in got the in algorithm. That, we got in the uh, yeah. Somebody somewhere was like, I'm gonna look for horrible gambling advice from two dudes from Fremont and just see if you know this is the way to go. And if they would have done it, they would have been really profitable today. So keep those uh what what do the kids say? Rate and subscribe. Rate and subscribe. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll res- we'll respond to your questions if you put a put a, re- put a review. We prefer a five star, but any star is uh Yeah, I mean if we get some less than five star reviews but they really pile up, I mean we'll take it. Any star is a good star for at this point with us just starting out in our podcasting career. Um Good work today, man. Good episode. Well, I was good. We didn't lose. Yeah. The team didn't lose, so Vikes are seven and, uh, and one. Niners are on Sunday night football next week. You're going to Hawaii. My softball team's on a roll. The, 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 the real question is: is do I set an alarm for three thirty in the morning to watch football next Sunday in Hawaii? As someone who really likes Kayla, please, for the love of God, do well, not do see, that. I actually think I might have a chance because I think she could be sleeping, <laughs> and that's just gaining time. Like she she sleeps, she's not going to even know. Let's there's probably there's probably zero chance the place where well I don't know it's so hit or miss some of these TVs that any hotel has but it is on NFL Network and I don't know that every hotel everywhere especially in Hawaii they're like who's watching football at 3 a.m. so a word of advice let's err on the side of caution there and wait for the uh, 7 a.m. kickoffs I mean that's even cool like 7 a.m. I think we leave we leave later obviously Sunday it'll be a big flight we this will be our longest flight together and and i'm i'm the middle guy she loves sitting on the the window and you know happy wife happy life um she's like well you could sit on the aisle i'm like so you mean to tell me we're gonna just put a rando between us for like six hours oh you gotta go aisle for six hours he can, there's no way you can sit no see there. see that's the thing see this is why i am a good guy i i do volunteer the middle seat so she could have the window because i prefer the aisle but that if she wants to sit next to me, then that she's in the middle. No, and you, she doesn't like the middle. So I'm I volunteer the middle. That's my cross to bear. You either do and, aisle aisle, and I hold it over her head the whole trip. You either do aisle aisle if you can get it, and if you can't, then you do aisle window. Well, we're lucky. We're, we're, we we got lucky that the that the uh, layover um, from you know island hopping. You know, it's just two. It's just two seats. So we're next to each other, just two. But the flight from San Jose, I think we're flying out to Maui. Yeah, it'll be what is that? You've done that before. I haven't done this. Five and a half. Hawaii. Five and five a half. And, yeah, yeah. Our, I think our longest flight together was uh, is is Vegas. So this is <laughs> this will be a test. This will be a test. We'll have fun in Hawaii. You know what? I, you know what I'm gonna do? You know what I'm gonna do? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna blast our podcast on the plane. <laughs> now I'm that, gonna hook up the podcast to the to the. I'm gonna be like, give me the aux cord, pilot. Let's do it. They're going to be like, eh. Like, I know you're handing out the, you know, the traffic, you know, safety things, but uh, could you just plug this in? Give the people what they want, you know? They want it. Yeah. There's there's somebody else on that plane besides me who's getting up for football on Sunday in Hawaii. Oh, there, yeah. There's got to be one. Oh, yeah. We'll have fun yeah, in Hawaii, man. Be fun. Yeah, I hope you guys have fun. a great trip. Good seeing you again. We're going to eat good. We're going to eat good. Oh, yeah. Nothing like eating. That's one Hawaii. thing we do agree on. We're pretty aligned on. Oh yeah, you're going to find a jack of crush it. Absolutely crush it. I'm I'm looking forward to loco moco. Oh, those are so good. I would love to just have one of those right now. It's 
10 o'clock Pacific time, and I don't care. I would eat one right now. Definitely. All right, man. Have fun in Hawaii. Good seeing you again, and we'll do it again next week. Uh, Next week, we're looking at week 11, Niners Sunday night football, Vikings in Buffalo. Hopefully, it's almost as positive as it's been the last two weeks. I'm not all that hopeful, but I'm pumped for next week, man. I'll see you then. See you, buddy. (laughs) Ha ha ha!